This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. Ministering is the servant of God, the senior pastor of Metamorphosis Christian Center, Pastor Fumi Ashaolu. Remain blessed as you listen. Okay, how many of us have a manual? This is School of the Word. We are starting, we started, you know, looking through the book we read December. That was what we did the first, I think, three, three weeks or four, no, first four weeks of this year. And then last week, there wasn't any school of the world because of the program that we had. And we thank God for the success of equipping conference. Amen. Amen. So this morning, we are moving on with school of the world, and we are looking at, tell me the theme of what we are looking at is at the beginning of, in front of your, what's it called? The understanding of words. The place of the local church. That's what we'll be looking, looking at for some, for some months. That's what we'll be looking at. So I'm starting this morning with lesson one. Lesson one has to deal with the church and the eternal purpose of God. Much later, we'll move on to see the church and the kingdom of God. We'll move on to see the universal church. There's something called the universal church. But today, we are going to look at the church and the eternal purpose of God. We are made to understand that when the purpose of something is not known, abuse is what? Inevitable. We will definitely abuse it. We will not get the most out of it. But when you know the purpose, you are able to get more out of it. Amen. All right. So this morning we are looking at the church. Like I said, there is something called ecclesiology. How many people have heard that word before, Victor? Ecclesiology. Can you try spelling it? How many people can try spelling? Ecclesiology. Take it. Try all right, doctor. E C C L E S I O L O G Y. Amen. Ecclesiology. You have learned one grammar today. I'll tell you the meaning. It means the doctrine of the church. What did I call it? Doctrine is like the teaching, you know, understanding of the church. And one of the books where that is written for us, we are really, really coming to greater understanding of the church is the book of Ephesians. So we are going to start from the book of Ephesians. We'll be looking at the book of Ephesians, you know, you know this morning. So ecclesiology is the doctrine of the church. I'm not about to teach you, you know, you are not uh, theologians. <laughs> so we are not going into all of that. I just wanted you to know that there is something called the teaching of the church or the doctrine of the church. So for a while we'll be looking at just trying to understand what the church is. And as we start this morning, I want, to, I want us to just say, I'm sure the mic is around. I want you to let me know what are the things that are important in this world that we are in. Things, things that you think are important. What are the things of importance going on in the world? Please give me, give me, just throw the words at me. What are the things that the world is, you know, talking about, discussing, looking at, trying to open it up, trying to understand it? What are the things or the things that we, are, we just have, you know, I want to understand better, we want to get a better hold of, we want to fix. Climate change, yes, global warming, right? Global warming, people are discussing, a lot of meetings are going on, UN is organizing meetings, they are pumping. Why? Because it is important. Do you agree? Important. What are the other things that are important in life that our world is trying to, you know, talk into? Yes? Now, having good water, yes, is part of what the, the, the DGs, what do you call DGs? 
and have access to good water. What else is important that the world is talking about? Now, poverty alleviation, a lot of discussions are going on. Important, important, more important things, please. Number, what is that now? Maybe like number three or four, yes? Food sustainability, number five, yes? Health, number six. Eh? Education, number seven, yes? Huh? The war in Ukraine. Ah, ah yes, so the war in Ukraine, yes. Even war with uh, Israel and all that. Okay, so number eight, number nine, yes? Gender equity. Ah, that's a very big one, doctor. Don't start. <laughs> that one can take number, number 10, 11, 12. Okay, so, yes, let's go on. The church. Okay, so Debbie said the church. Amen. Number, maybe number, number, what is that? Okay, all right, so I'll just stop there. The truth is, if we, it's because security, because we are in the church, if I was outside here, and even if I had gone on with that, is that they'd be saying in the church, we probably would have reached like number 20, number 50, and we might not have said the church. That's the truth, because we don't consider it, and truly the world does not consider the church as one of the important things that is going on on the earth. The church is marginalized as one of the important. We can go on to number 40, number 45, and we wouldn't have mentioned the church. But part of the reason why we're looking at this study today is why the church? Why the church? Why do we need to understand what the, the purpose of God is concerning the church? How does the church, how does it, um, um, how does it feature in the plan of God? If you understand it, then it will help you to shift your, it will help your own priorities. It will help you to know where you should put your energy or not. If it is important, all the things that we have listed, what are the things going into them? Can you tell me some of the things going into all of these number 1 to 10 or 11 before we mention church? What are the things going into them? Money. That is where the money of the world is going. Do you want to know how much donors are giving to see that poverty is taking away from places or people have education or people have water. Bill Gates is making money and just keep, he kept donating it. He keeps donating rather. You know, just make sure we wipe out poverty. Make sure we wipe out uh, not having good water. Make sure we wipe, wipe out money is going into it. Time is going into it. Um, and skills, expertise. People go to school to go and learn and learn how to eradicate poverty, how to ensure that water goes round. Do you understand what I'm saying? A lot of time, a lot of human energy go into this, into all of these resources, huge resources. That is because we consider them as what? Important. What you consider important, your energy, your resources will flow in that regard. It will flow in that direction. So that's part of the reason why we want to understand what, um, you know, how the church features in the purpose and the plan of God. Amen. I want us to open to Ephesians 1. Ephesians 1, we have 3 to, 3 to 4, actually. 3 to 14. Let's say 3 to 4. Ephesians 1, verses 3 to 14. We're going to have somebody just read the whole, um, from 3 to 14, just read out everything for us. Can we have somebody read out? And please follow as you read. Follow as, as he reads, rather. Amen. Amen. All praise to God. I'm reading from the New Living Translation. Okay. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms 
because we are united with Christ. Mm -hmm. Even before he made the world, God loved us and chose us in Christ to be holy and without fault in his eyes. God decided in advance to adopt us into his own family by bringing us to himself through Jesus Christ. This is what he wanted to do, and it gave him great pleasure. So we praise God for the glorious grace he has poured out on us who belong to his dear son. Mm. He is so rich in kindness and grace that he purchased our freedom with the blood of his son and forgave our sins. He has showered his kindness on us along with all wisdom and understanding. Amen. God has now revealed to us his mysterious will regarding Christ, mm. which is to fulfill his good plan. And this is the plan. At the right time, it will bring everything together under the authority of Christ, everything in heaven and on earth. Furthermore, because we are united with Christ, we have received an inheritance from God, for he chose us in advance, and he makes everything work out according to his plan. Amen. Go on, please. God's purpose was that we Jews, who were the first to trust in Christ, would bring praise and glory to God. And now you Gentiles have also heard the truth, the good news that God saves you. And when you believed in Christ, he identified you as his own by giving you the Holy Spirit, whom he promised long ago. Verse 14. The Spirit is God's guarantee that he will give us the inheritance promised and that, it will, that, and that he has purchased us to be his own people. Hmm. He did this so we would praise and glorify him. Amen. Thank you very much. What we are seeing, you know, as if we begin to go verse by verse in this Ephesians, look, I said to you earlier on, that Ephesians is, if you want to understand the church, Ephesians is a book to read. Ephesians, Colossians, but especially Ephesians. The first few chapters, that is chapter 1, 2, 3, will tell you some things about the doctrine of the church. Amen. You want to understand more understanding of the church. You know, you will, you, if you go through those three chapters, you will understand. When you go to, when you cross over to four, five, six, it, it was Apostle Paul ruled out the practicalities of what should go on in the church. That's why you would hear him talk about father, how to behave with, the, to, um, with your children, how husbands are supposed to handle their wives, you know, all of those little, little things. They are not little things, sorry. You know, during the week, I don't know how many of you saw this, um, um, this post of Daddy Freeze. I saw it just last night. Where he was saying, there is a, there is a clip where Pasuade Yemi, Samade Yemi said something about poverty. How many of us saw it? How that he realized that um, a particular data came out and they said Nigeria came out, I can't remember, maybe two years ago then he said, he said um, a particular data came out and Nigeria came out as the, the, the most... You know, uh, like the, we are the uh, poorest nation, second only to India, right? That we would have been the last, we would have been the poorest, except so India is the last, and then next followed by Nigeria. And he said he was really shocked. So he called his friend and said, Have you seen this data? That one said, Eh, God forbid. That. Where is it? He said, It's on the internet, so go and check. He said, Pastor Yemi now said to his friend that, See, if we have been teaching poverty for 30, 40 years, no teaching prosperity in the church for this number of years, and we still came out as the almost the poorest. Something is definitely wrong with our curriculum. And that one said, ah, please don't say it outside though. <laughs> as in, just don't, don't loud this thing, let's just leave it. So, Daddy Freeze now took that, I had seen that um, video maybe like two, three 
you know, times or four times self before I now saw it again last, last night. So last night I, had, I saw it with Daddy Freeze. And he was saying, this is what we've been saying. That there is nothing in church. You people should just, you know, read your Bible. Can't you read? Read your Bible. Say, you know, you don't need to go to church. You don't need to give church your money. If you give church your money, you are just giving pastors your money. And as I watched that video, I was saying to myself also that, you know, can I, can I buy in into what he was saying? I, of course, I won't buy in. And I will not buy in because, because he was almost saying the church, there is no need for the church. Church is not necessary. As he was saying it, I was saying, I can't say yes to what this man is saying. He might have a point, but, if, um, you know, that you are angry with the edge. You don't, you don't cut it off. Do you understand what I'm saying? The fact that we have a challenge with maybe a portion of the church that has done some things not well, you can't rubbish the whole and say the church is not necessary. So I was saying to myself that I will not agree that church is not necessary, and it's not because I'm a pastor. Because if I agree, that means I'm out of job. I will not have people to pastor. The truth is my life is beyond pastoring people. I hope you know. Anybody that is a pastor, the, the, if the person knows what he or she is doing, his or her life should be beyond pastoring. It is just one of the things I do. I am not first and foremost a pastor. I'm first and foremost a member of the body of Christ. Amen. So part of the reason why you will not get swayed off or swept off or, you know, um, bamboozled by such, um, such teachings is because you are well grounded in why we need the church. Why the church? Why do we need the church? Why am I a part of Metamorphosis Christian Center? Why am I here this morning? Why do I come every Sunday? Is it because we believe that is what Christians should do? Why do I give my money to church, for instance? It will be time for tithes and offering, and then you dip hand inside your pocket, or some of you have done transfer already. Why would you give your time Choir people were here yesterday, slaving themselves out, you know, doing um, Riaz house. They spend money to come. They spend time away from some of them, their jobs, their families, rest. What, to what end? That's why Jesus oftentimes will ask people, why have you come? What have you come to see? Perspective is very important. It helps you to get the most out of anything you do. You know, I, I read a story about three people that were at a construction site. They were working on a pile of stones. You have stones, stones, and they were walking on the stones. Then a passerby saw the three of them, and he was wondering what they were doing. It was a construction site. He was wondering, what are these three grown-up men doing here? And he wanted to know what they were doing. So he went to them, asked the first person, please, excuse me, sir, what are you doing? And the first person said, um, well, I'm chiseling a stone. He's right, because they were, Abi was right, because they were working on what? Piles of stone, different, different, plenty of stones. They were working on the stones. So he said, I'm chiseling stones. I'm smoothing it. I'm making it, you know, ready for use. But the guy wasn't satisfied with that response. So he went to the second man and said, excuse me, please, what are you doing? And that one said, what did he say? He said, I'm earning a living. Because when I work, they will pay me. I'll have, to put, I'll have money to put food on the table for my family. He wasn't still satisfied because he didn't really tell him what they were doing there. All those answers didn't really answer his curiosity. So he went to the third person and said, Sir, what are you doing? And that one got up, dropped his sledgehammer, stood up very well with a smile on his face and excitement. He said, I am building a great cathedral. Who, who do you think supplied that man's, or who, you know, helped with his quest, satisfy his quest, or what he wanted to know? The third person. 
Because oh, I am chiseling stone, even though that is what he was doing. I'm earning a living. Well, it's true, because if you work, they will give you money. But the third one make him understand, oh, really? So it is a cathedral, a great cathedral that will come out of this place. People are really working on something big. You need to be more than that first man that said, I'm, what, I'm do- what are you doing here? I'm, co- I'm here because I'm part of the choir. If I don't come on Sunday, they won't allow me to sing. What are you doing here? I'm here because I'm earning a living. If I don't, um, you know, sweep the floor, they won't pay my salary. Or what are you doing here? I am a part of what God is doing on the face of the earth. I'm part of the army of God that is raising on the face of the earth. Amen. I'm part of the people that God is going to show principalities and power. He's going to display his wisdom through us. If you understand why the church is in existence, if you understand the purpose of church... In the scheme of what God is doing, then you are able to answer better. You are able to align your energy, your resources, you know, your time. You know, you're going to, you are able to align it better with what God is doing. So that's part of the reason why we want to look at what the church is, you know, in the purpose, eternal purpose of God. Amen. All right. So we've read through Ephesians 1, 3 to 14. I want you to note some of the words that we saw. In verse 5, we saw the will of God. He said, having predestined us to adoption as sons by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. Verse 9 says, having made known to us the mystery of the will of God. Those are some of the words we are still going to look at. The mystery, the will, the purpose. He said, having made known to us the mystery of the will of God. There is a mystery about it. There is a will of God. Amen. Verse 11 says, in him, that's in Christ Jesus also, we have obtained an inheritance, being predestined according to the purpose of him so there is a purpose there is a purpose we're talking about the church and all of these words you know are popping out you can see words like will you can see words like mystery you can see words like purpose one of the things i want to say ahead of time and we'll begin to see it as we go into this into this teaching is the fact that contrary to the opinion of majority of the people that god um you know what god is about or maybe the church is about meeting the needs of people right if i if we say to if we sample opinions out there why do people go to church we will hear different things and the majority of what we will hear will be to meet our own needs amen some people go a step further self they are desperately in need of personal fulfillment in life and they want rewards for themselves in eternity doesn't that sound like um, good something but everything is still tied to me. I want fulfillment in life. And then I want, I want reward in eternity. But the truth is, the church is not about you fulfilling your personal agenda. The church is not about you having a reward in eternity after now. That is not the purpose. All of those things will come afterwards. They can come as um, offshoots, but they are not the major reason. The major reason of the church, as some of the things we've seen here and we'll begin to see, is that God has, the church is set up for God, for God's will, for God's purpose, for God's pleasure. For God's goal, God, God has his own agenda. That is what the church is about. Not serial, it's not about us. God started the church. Amen. And he has his plans, he has his purpose for the, for the church. Roman figure 2, let's move on to Roman figure 2. The eternal purpose of God 
or the will of God is mysterious. Letter A says a biblical mystery can be defined as, number one, do we have our manuals? The biblical mystery can be defined as something above human comprehension and fitted, into, and fitted to inspire a sense of awe, something hidden from human knowledge. That is mystery, because we've seen this word, mysteries, as we read the scriptures, we saw that the, the, the topic of the church has always been like a mystery, something that has been occurring and occurring, but it's been kind of hidden. It's not been understood. So mystery means something that is above human comprehension, and it is fitted to inspire a sense of awe, something that is hidden from human knowledge. So you have two blanks in there. Eden from what? Human knowledge. It had always been in the hearts of God, but human beings accessing these things by themselves would not understand it. Number two, mystery also is a secret, something carefully and intentionally hidden from the knowledge of others. A secret, something carefully and intentionally hidden from the knowledge of others. Number three, a profound secret. We are still defining mystery. A profound secret. It is an object of curiosity and wonder, a religious truth or doctrine not discernible by human reasoning. The scripture says even the angels tried to look into it. They tried to peep men of old. Everybody was trying to understand what God was about. Amen. Now let's go um, a bit deeper. Greek definition of the same word mystery finds um, concordance says among the ancient Greeks, the mysteries were religious rites and ceremonies practiced by secret societies into which anyone might be received. Do we, we understand these ones, right? Let me give you the blank. It says, those that were initiated into these mysteries became possessors of certain knowledge which was not imparted to the uninitiated and were called the perfected. We understand these ones, right? You know some secret societies that people can get initiated into. Right? Can you give me examples? So, mysteries will be like to the uninitiated, people outside of that cult. They don't have some understanding. But for people that have come in, and to come in, some people pay sacrifices. They pay hugely. Amen. People that go into the dark world, they know what they pay. To be able to, to be accepted into such, maybe accepted into a coven, accepted into a cult, accepted, you know, God, I wanted to say God forbid. During the week also, I came across one particular video. Somebody that, maybe it was a, 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 a brother Udeni's um, IG that I watched that and I can't remember. Some of these criminals that were apprehended and, you know, they were saying to him, so what will you do with your life now? He, he's been caught himself and his friends. And so the person that was interviewing him said, so what were you um, expected to do before they got you into this fraternity? And he was mentioning some of the things I can't even say here. That they did to come into that place, to become initiated, so that they could open up the mysteries. Those of us that are outside, you know, it would be like mysteries to those people. But for people that have been admitted in, they knew all of He said, I had to do this, I had to do that. terrible things that people needed to do. And they were telling him, so what will happen to your mother? And I said, ah, Mama Faruku. Oh, to try it gone, but ah, that's the end of life. Oh, Mark Baben, she will take it like that too, because I know, because they are sentencing him to life imprisonment. People go through a lot to get initiated. The scripture says, uh, this um, Greek definition here says, those that were initiated into these mysteries became possessors of certain truths. 
certain knowledge. So in the same way, when you, when you got initiated into the church, you became possessors of what? Look into your manual and say, you became possessors of what? Certain knowledge. You became possessors of certain knowledge also that people outside still don't have. It is part of the reason why we go on evangelism. You preach and preach to some people. The scripture says because the God of this world has blinded their eyes. Light has not come in. They don't understand what you are saying. You have an under, And that is why you know, um, you, we have compassion on them. Because you have been initiated. You understand some things. They don't understand it yet until the light of the gospel shines into their hearts. Amen. Number two says, a mystery, however, in the New Testament is not an undiscovered secret, but a secret undiscovered by human reason. Can somebody help us break that language, that sentence down? Explain it to us. This is grammar to some of us. Let somebody help. The mic is up. Who wants to try? A mystery, however, in the New Testament times, it is not an undiscovered secret. It is a secret undiscovered. Undiscovered secret. Secret undiscovered. Undiscovered secret. Secret undiscovered. Amen. Are you seeing what I'm seeing? Are they the same? Undiscovered secret. Is it equal to secret undiscovered? Please explain. Who are the people that did English here? <laughs> hmm? People that did English, please break it down for us. Undiscovered, is it, is it the same? We are being told in this manual, it says, in the New Testament times. Hello? In the, are you in the New Testament times? We are being told that mystery is not undiscovered. What is, is not what? It is... Secret undiscovered. So please explain. Expansiates. Uh-uh. Why are you giving her? Did she raise up her Okay, well, I said people that did English. But anybody can take a try. I mean, try. Praise God. Hallelujah. The New Testament that uh, is not undiscovered secret, meaning for us that are in Christ, we know what Jesus Christ came to do. Mm-hmm. We know he came to save us. And uh, for people in the world, they have no knowledge of this. Mm. It's a mystery to them. They cannot uncover it. Okay. Thank you very much for attempting. Attempting. But you hope with these few words of yours, you haven't confused us. But you have convinced us that undiscovered secrets is not the same thing as secrets undiscovered. God bless you, Bafola. All right, please, let's have... Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah, I also want to give it a try. Okay. Uh, what I understand by this is that um, the Bible says that as, men, as to many that have received him, he has given them the power to become the sons of God. We have mm. become joint heads with God. So it's not uh, an undiscovered secret because we that are in Christ now, mm-hmm. we are open to those uh, ministry we come okay. to, uh, because we have Christ. And for those that are not in Christ, because it read, I don't know what is in the dash box where it says that, but that is down, dash by the Holy Spirit. So because we have the Holy Spirit, it opens us up to know those ministries. Mm. All right. Thank you very much for attempting. Is somebody else, does anybody else want to try? Okay, Sister Lola, please. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, to my understanding, I'll put it like this. Um, if we hide something inside this church, 
inside inside this church okay and nobody knows about it mm-hmm. it becomes a secret undiscovered okay but then if i say to you that i have eaten something inside this church i say it out that i have eaten something inside this church it is still a secret but you are the one yet to discover it so i think they are two different thank you very much like when we had the thank you everyone sister evelyn bro for lance sister Lola. When we had um, the um, um, Workers' Appreciation Day and the team, the planning committee, you know, at some point they told us there are gifts or numbers scattered somewhere, several places in this hall, that if you are able to get one, you will get, get a gift. Can you remember? That is secrets undiscovered. As in, kept secrets for you to discover it. The purpose or the inten- intention is what is different with those two. You have undiscovered secrets. That is a secret that I have. My intention is that they will not know it. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it's quite different from secrets undiscovered. This is a secret that has been kept for you to discover. Proverbs 25 verse 2. Let's open to it and let somebody read out, please. So that you can better understand or appreciate what we are saying. In the New Testament, mystery that God is talking about is not something that is hidden away from you so that you will not come into understanding of it. It's a secret that has been kept for your glorification, if I can say that. For your glory, that as you discover it, it is meant for you to be discovered. And as you discover it, you, 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 know, you rise. You come, into, you come into a higher place, a bigger place, because it is part of what God wants for your life. Are we in Proverbs 25 verse 2? Please let somebody read out loud. Yes, please. It is the glory of God to conceal a matter. Mm. To search out a matter is the glory of kings. Okay. NIV. Amen. Thank you very much. It says in the NLT here, it is God's privilege to conceal things and the king's privilege to discover them. So he conceals them so that the king, and don't be tripped by that king. All of us are kings and priests. Amen. God hides these things. He conceals these things. He makes it secret so that you and I can discover them. He hides, he doesn't hide from us. He hides for us to discover him. Is there a difference? He hides so that you can discover him. God loves, and he does that hide and seek. There are several people. I remember when we were in our first house, somebody said to me that, you know, I don't believe that God he, 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 he likes hiding. You know, all these things about prophetic, trying to understand the mind of God, you know, wanting to get a word from God, that God does not hide anything from us. Everything is in the open. But it, that is not true. We've seen, you know, the antecedents of God. We've seen the track record of God. that actually hides himself so that... We can discover. He loves to be chased after like a lover. Amen. How many of you tried this word for people that are married? Did you try writing notes and hiding in different places for your husband? Huh? You did. Who again did? I did. Before phone became very distant. Right now, I don't even know if people are doing anything. But you know, some of those books that we read to prepare us for, for marriage, they wrote it there. You know, put, write something on a sheet of paper, put it inside his socks. Let it be one day that he wants to wear it, he will just see it. Or you just put something under his pillow. You, are, you didn't hide those things from him or from her. You hid them for him or for her to discover. And so it's a different ball game. Amen. The scripture says in um, um, 11, um, that's Hebrews 11, 39 and 40. 
It says something about, especially the 40 part. He said, some people, you know, people that went ahead in the Old Testament times, they, they are supposed to be incomplete without us. So somehow, and if you read, I think, Proverbs, no, no, um, Romans, please write down Romans 15, 5 to 13, so that you can also read it. So this Proverbs 25 to Romans 15, 5 to 13, Hebrews 11, 39 and 40. If you read those three scriptures, it will make you understand that in this season, God's mystery is not hidden from us, but for us to discover. Because God said it several times. It's just that people, like we are saying, the Lord said to him when he was with, um, I was with Ananias, right? No, no, no. He was with, he was with um, Simon the Tainer. And then some people were coming. Who am I talking? No, no, no. That's not Paul. Peter. Peter and people, the Lord sent men from Cornelius to come and call him. The Lord said to him, arise, kill, and eat. He still did not understand. It was when he got to the house of the man that he now understood that, oh, God has decided to come to the Gentile nation also. God had always said that thing, that there will, Hebrews 11, 39 and 40 said, he said, all these people had a good reputation because of their faith, yet none of them received all that God had promised. Verse 40, please. Hebrews 11, 39, 40. It says, so that they without them will not be worse. He said, for God had something better in mind for us. And he did not, he didn't shy away from saying these things. He said it in several places at different times, just that human beings did not understand it, that he was going to, you know, bring the Gentiles and bring the Jews together as the church, as the body of Christ. All right, let's go on to number three. Young's Concordance gives a, a simplified definition which can only be known by the initiated. That is, mystery is that which can only be known by the initiated. So we have looked at the definition of the word mystery as we read this Ephesians 1. We saw it in uh, verse 5, we saw it in verse 9, verse 11, you know, all of those mystery, mystery, mystery. It is not something that we are not supposed to discover. It's something we are supposed to This message is brought to you by the Metamorphosis Christian Center, Abuja. We believe you were blessed as you listened. Join us for a Sunday service at Metamorphosis Christian Center, Stanford Dialysis Building, beside Africa International College, opposite Sun City, Kaura District, Abuja. You can link with us on Facebook and YouTube at Metamorphosis NG. Metamorphosis Christian Center, reaching, raising, releasing.